Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. Hey, my friend, welcome to the Art of Online Business podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach. I'm an ads expert, and most importantly, I'm a dad. And this show is where we help established online course creators and coaches create more profit, more impact with less hustle. All right, let's get into it. Hey, what's up, my friends? Welcome to Organic October. Welcome back to our Organic October, if you've been listening for the past few episodes. And today, we got to talk about it, my friends. Like, we can't talk organic these days without talking about TikTok. And raise your hand right now, even though I can't see it, if you have been ignoring TikTok, if you have not gotten on TikTok, and I mean creating content on TikTok. My hand is raised. I have been putting it off. And in the next episode, by the way, I want to share with you what I'm starting to do and how I'm going to approach TikTok myself for my business. So that's coming up in the next episode. But today, I, am, I have invited Kenya Kelly, my guest, who is an expert in TikTok. She's a member of my Accelerator Coaching Program. I've invited her back to the show to give updates on TikTok and how... You don't have to be dancing. You don't have to be pointing to random things on the screen. You can absolutely build an amazing following, an amazing brand, get more leads, get more sales when doing TikTok right. And that's exactly what Kenya is going to take you through today. There's over a billion users a month. And that was at the end of Q1 in 2022. And it's only growing. And they roll out changes every single month. And when, you know, between when we recorded this episode or this interview was like two weeks ago for when I'm recording or when it's coming out. I mean, TikTok has updated other things. Like they have increased the, the length of the description that you can write. Uh, just as an example, when you post videos. I really, I love the platform actually. And I am not overall a big social media person myself which is kind of funny because, you know, 
I've done Facebook ads for so long. I just look, I, that's not social. I, I look at that as very different. But anyway, I'm kind of fascinated by TikTok. I like the video. I like the experience. And it's time to get on there. And you're going to hear exactly why you really need to be considering the platform here in my conversation with Kenya Kelly. She's got 490,000 followers on TikTok. She's someone that we should be listening to. So without further ado, let's go do that. Here's Kenya Kelly. All right. So I was just sharing with you before I hit record. I'm obsessed <laughs> with TikTok. I think I told you before that, I mean, and I've been obsessed now for probably a solid six weeks. I resisted it for so long. You know, my wife would be on the couch in the evening or what have you, and she'd be laughing. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm watching TikTok. Show me this video. And I just like didn't, I wouldn't get it because yeah. I wasn't using the platform. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever, you know. And then something clicked. I don't know what it was, but I went on there and I just started and I was like, holy cow, that's awesome. Harry Mack doing, you know, like just, just, just rattling. I mean, just freestyling. And then there's this video over here. And then I was like, boom, I know that I had a problem when I got my first little TikTok message saying, you've been on the app for a long time. And, and, and I love how they gently say it, you know, like yeah. you may have some, you may be experiencing some feelings that you're not processing or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, you go TikTok, like you're being so gentle with me right now. Yeah, and you're yeah. basically saying, dude, you're spending a whole lot of time on this. You've been you know? a long time. <laughs> yeah. So I've been six weeks now and I just told you before, like I am ready to start posting because I, I get it now. I sort of. Mm-hmm. And I've been observing and watching and kind of seeing how the whole app works. Mm-hmm. And it's the first app, Kenya, that I get off and I'm like, I, I feel better. I laughed. Yes. I actually learned something. Yeah. And I had fun. And then I go to like, I literally go to like Instagram now and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> this worst, I have this heavy feeling. Yeah. So... What are you up to now on, on TikTok? How many, how many followers? Yeah, so I'm curious. Have you started sharing TikToks with people now? Like sending all these text messages to people with links? I send, I send them to my wife. To, <laughs> and she's like, I can't keep up with you. <laughs> and I, I sent her one yesterday, like how to cut cherry tomatoes from a former chef. <laughs> and she's like, the person was like putting a small plate. Like they're using plates and like they, they stick, I don't know, they put a plate on top of the, cherry tomatoes and then they run their serrated knife through and they slice them all in half at the same time wow i was like she's like yeah amy was like yeah i know i already knew about this so yeah. oh yeah i blow her feet up all the time or she's blow her there. inbox up because, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely so yeah we're, we're sitting at four hundred eighty nine thousand followers we we lost thousands intentionally of our wrong yeah. target customer and as we started going after our female course creators, boom, we skyrocketed with those people. Yeah. So just clarify, let's clarify for everybody listening, kind of like what you yeah. mean, like what happened there. For sure. So I've been on TikTok now for two and a half years. And we first got started, we just exploded with people just wanting to follow because I was teaching TikTok tips and, and all the things. And so as I kept creating content, I realized that I really have a niche group of people, which we all should have, which is female coaches and course creators. And my content wasn't 100% dialed into them. So I shifted about six months ago and started talking directly to her 
Well, everybody that was not her said, hey, this is not for me anymore. And they started leaving in droves. So I yeah. would see hundreds leaving, but hundreds adding, and now it's the right person. And was that hard at first when you I, did that? Yes, I was. Well, first of all, I didn't want to ship because I was like, I didn't want to lose people. Right. And I felt like I was like the worst TikTok person on the planet watching hundreds of people leave me. But yeah. when I started watching people grow, I mean, uh, join me and join my email list, I said, oh, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I have so many questions to ask you on here. You were last on, I mean, it's been several months since you were on the podcast here. Mm -hmm. And, but a lot has shifted. Like we are recording this in the middle of September, 2022, mm -hmm. or the early part of September, 2022. And I keep hearing about algorithm shifts mm -hmm. and, you know, so what's going on, on on TikTok right now, as far as the platform and the algorithm and that sort of thing? So TikTok used to just be obviously just a younger generation creating content and so they were they were generating revenue, but they weren't generating the amount of revenue that they are right now and that they mm -hmm. are poised to make, especially with Facebook not doing so well, yeah. including with Instagram. So what I have experienced is that I, one, I see a lot more ads in my feed, which is not a bad thing, but I've also experienced where it's taking a long time for my content, my organic content to to get traction on the platform. And so now TikTok has an algorithm update every month, just like all mm -hmm. social media platforms do. I think Instagram had 18 updates last month. And so they all Good. are constantly, oh yeah. Wow. They're constantly having updates. So I'm not surprised by the algorithm shift. I think that most people are used to being able to come on TikTok and you get this big boom from a video within a minute, two minutes or whatever. But we're all experiencing yet again, like we experienced, I think it was last summer, last year, where it was a, it's a slow, it's a slow climb for your views. So it's just important to go like when you post to not be emotional about the first day, week, or maybe even the month, but you'll look up and say, what is going on? And you'll realize there's a video you posted last month that is exploding. Is, is it true that keywords are becoming more and more important? Absolutely. So once Google, the, the official thing happened between Google indexing with TikTok, that the keywords have exploded. So now if you go to Google and you type in how to use the three second timer on TikTok, one, you're going to see whatever the ads are, but you're going to see where you can click on video and it has a whole short video category on Google. And whomever is very intentional with their description, text on screen, and their own bio, they are dominating in that category. They're dominating so much that we just hired an SEO person to just help us like a one time because we realized this is where it's going. Oh, really? Mm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I also heard that, well, I actually saw on TikTok that they are now favoring longer videos. But when I heard longer, you know, I think this, I think the person said like 45 seconds <laughs> to a, to a minute, like that's longer. Yeah. But is that, have you seen where that's the case? Yes and no. So it's still, I think that TikTok, obviously he, they want you to stay on the platform, like the, you know, the TLP time on platform. And sure. so I think that they, they, that's their desire, but you're still based upon a person's behavior. And the behavior of a person is eight to 11 seconds of their attention span. So yeah. you're still getting where if a person 
only watches you for eight seconds, then then that's that. But they, they are being way more intentional with teaching you about how to create more long form content. Like even because I'm in some TikTok like ambassador communities and a lot of the webinars are teaching us is how to create more long form content. And I'm like, why would they do that? It's because their job is to keep us there on the platform. But also, I can't remember the name of TikTok in China. It's like a different name, but mm-hmm. their interface looks like YouTube. So it doesn't look like mm. the way TikTok does for us. And so they are 100% trying to dominate YouTube and you have to start getting people's behavior to be watching more long-form content and creating more long-form content. Now in those webinars, when they're referring to long-form content, like how long are we talking about? They've mostly been talking about the three minutes. Now you could upload okay. up to 10 minutes. Some people it can be 15 minutes, but they mm-hmm. really have been teaching you how to create like three minute videos. So a friend of mine, she does cooking videos. And I explained to her last night, I said, well, if you're gonna cook, I was like, you've gotta do storytelling because if you're cooking and doing storytelling, they're listening to this this dramatic story while watching you, they're gonna make it to the end of the video. Yeah. I'm fat. So, I, I, <laughs> all right, so many questions again. Everybody always says when the concept of, or the topic of TikTok comes up, well, I don't want to dance. Mm-hmm. I don't want to point to things on screen, yeah. do all, you know, all that stuff. And I had that thought going in when I, you know, when I started to get hooked six weeks ago Yeah. and I don't see it. Like, I, I mean, yeah, of course I see dancing videos and I see, you know, I see very few people doing the, like the, the pointing. I think that was a trend or, or something like that, mm-hmm. but like, I see mostly, and correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe it's the, you know, I get in the the rabbit hole of a certain, you know, topic or something like that. But I see mostly, I see a ton of teaching, mm-hmm. like value-based videos. Of course, there are the fun videos and, yeah. and that sort of thing. But what are the, you know, what should we be thinking about if we are considering getting on TikTok for our online business? Mm-hmm. So first of all, you want to ask yourself, what are you willing to do on TikTok? You know, I, I would tell someone it's important for you to get on there and see what people are doing. And you have to ask yourself, what are you actually willing to do? Because dancing is entertaining and you can dance and, and talk about business if you want to. You can point or don't point. You can cook and speak. You can do whatever it is that you want to do, but it's important for you to first see what are people doing on the platform in general? And then ask yourself, what are you willing to do? But then also ask yourself, what are you not willing to do on TikTok? Because there's so many accounts that never point, they never dance, they never do anything goofy, they just teach. And in those teaching videos, they are making, they have it very, they have it down to a science in a sense. So it's like, if your video is gonna be 45 seconds, they're making sure they're doing jump cuts every three seconds. That screen is moving every three seconds. Mm-hmm. That not only do they have the captions on screen, but they're making sure that the, the captions is moving. It's like up and down. It's like slanted and not slanted. There's an emoji, not an emoji. They're making sure that you're captivating someone's attention, not just in you teaching, but the text that's on screen. But specifically, we, we all learned that only 20% of people watch videos with the sound on. And we're all like, what? Like 20% of people watch the sound on. That means that if we don't have captions telling us what is going on in that video, 80% of people are not going to watch our videos. So if you're going to do anything that's just like you just directly talking, make sure you find an editor that can do your captions and make it captivating. 
how do we watch Harry Mack videos, Kenya, without the sound on? Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't even know who that is. He's a freestyler and he's got like oh. 4 million, something like that, followers on there. Yeah. But he's like, he come, he walks up to a group of people and says, all right, give me three words, three oh, random words. Damn. And then he just starts freestyling. It's, it's like, I'm fascinated because I could never do something like that. Yeah. And he's been crafting, you know, he's been working on this craft for, for like 20 plus years. But anyway, it's, you know, it's, it's that type of video that I find like really fascinating. And then the other thing too, it's refreshing for me because everyone's always like on other platforms, like don't teach, don't teach, don't teach. And it's like, that's really a big piece of what yeah. TikTok is from what I can see yeah. is I go in there, I learn something and I don't mean just like how to cut, you know, cherry tomatoes in half, but I mean, I learned something about, you know, there's this one guy who's always sharing like his, his video creation workflow and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's oh, yeah. cool, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you one thing I do notice, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this, but when it comes to online business, most of the videos that I see are, you can create an Etsy store. Like, yeah, you can create this passive income in seven days. And it's just, it's the kind of stuff that like, I normally wouldn't go near. Yeah. And what that tells me, there's a huge opportunity. Mm -hmm for us course creators and coaches and you know membership creators is that the same sort of thing that you see yeah because the thing is that like you still have 90 percent of businesses that will not touch TikTok with a 10-foot pole they just refuse yeah. to touch it you know and so because of that they're not there the people that are touching TikTok are I can't say that these are the greatest coaches or consultants. They are just people that understood the platform. And so they created some things that is allowing them to generate a significant amount of income. But those of us that have been on the Facebook world and Instagram world, we're still like looking at TikTok like it's Cinderella before she got the glass slipper. You know what I mean? And so yeah. it's a huge opportunity if we would start creating over there. And you said that you've been doing this for two and a half years now. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I'm looking at it like, it's still like, like you just said, it's still kind of the wild west. It's still very uncharted territory. Would you agree with that? That we're still in the very infancy stages of this platform? Absolutely. I mean, the, from a creator standpoint and the businesses, like, cause again, 90% of businesses will not go over there. And so those people that do are dominating, especially yeah. if you not only create content on TikTok, but you also use TikTok live because TikTok is pushing out live stream like, nobody's business. It's nothing like any other platform. And mm -hmm. it's just very underused from a business standpoint. So TikTok live from the perspective, like how do, would it be the same as like Instagram live or Facebook live? Or is there a different usage of how I see you, you see you're shaking your head. Oh, it's Talk to me here. Talk to me about Insta or uh, TikTok live. Yeah. So first you have to have a thousand followers to go live. But once you go live, here's a bunch of things that happen. One, when someone goes to the notifications on that screen, at the top of the screen, it will say that Kenya is live and then here's the topics, right? But also TikTok starts posting, starts putting your videos out on the For You feed. So when people are mm. scrolling, you know, watching content, they pull up and here you are in that live feed. Now they could pull up and see somebody else in a live feed. And because they're they're in that live stream feed, if they scroll up, then they may end up going into your into your live feed. So then also there is the TikTok live center. You can go onto the platform and just click on live center. And now 
you can see TikTok live. And then what I've noticed is that if I'm live on TikTok and I just ask my audience, just tap your screen and give hearts. Very similar to how hearts appear on Periscope back in the day. Yeah. If people start engaging and just giving likes. It pushes my content even more somewhere in the live stream feed, the For You feed to where I watch a surge of people come into my live stream. Mm. Are you teaching a topic during that? during that live? Yep, I do it the same way I would do with Instagram or Facebook Live. I put okay. a topic at the top of the screen, I teach it, and then I open up for Q&A, 15, 20 minutes. And, and then they can also, they can share your live stream to people on TikTok, they can share it on Facebook and Instagram, all while you're live. And you can share yours as well. Interesting, mm -hmm. interesting. Now you said something to me a couple months ago that really stuck out with me, because when people think TikTok in addition to, oh, I don't want to dance. I don't want to point to things. <laughs> they think young yeah, audience. Mm -hmm. And you said something to me that has stuck with me ever since. You said, yeah, it is a younger audience of the creators. Yes. Because that's what you see. That's who you see creating. Mm -hmm. But there are these millions and millions of other people on there in the, quote, older demographic that yeah. aren't creating but they're consuming. Mm -hmm. Talk more about that. Yeah. So I always do a poll on live stream on like Facebook, Instagram. And when I'm teaching at a live event, the last time I did this was at social media day, San Diego. It's about mm -hmm. 200 people in the room. I said, stand up if you're between the ages of 30 and 60. That was like 99% of the room. I said, stay standing. If you watch content on TikTok. 85% of the room still stood up 30 to 60. Stay standing. If you post content on TikTok. There was about three people standing. Mm. And I told him, I said, your target demographic is on a TikTok platform searching and watching because you are your demographic. You're not posting and they aren't either. The whole room went silent. And that is what's currently happening. So people think that we're not there because they're not seeing it. And it's because we don't know how to use it, which is why people like me, you know, yeah. I'm teaching it. I'm getting all of them. That's, I mean, it, it is, it's fascinating and it's, this is what more people need to to hear and understand is that the audience that we want to be reaching might not be creating content, but they mm -hmm. for sure are on the platform consuming it. What's the, do you know what the monthly active user, I mean, I think it was last year was like a billion. So it's gotta be more had, than that. I know they had 1 billion downloads. I don't think it's still okay. a billion people at this point because everybody has gone back to work and stuff. It's still very much up there. Hundreds okay. of millions. So I want to talk about, you know, how we use it and I'm going to, I'm going to try to try to get some free coaching from you here in just a second. <laughs> So how do everybody always is going to want to know like, okay, great. I can get on there and create videos, but I want it to benefit my business. I want to grow my email list. I want to sell, you know, whatever it is that I'm selling. Mm -hmm. So how do we do those types of things when we're creating, you know, when we're growing our, our TikTok following? Mm -hmm. So very similar to what you do on Instagram, you make sure that your bio is optimized for who you are and who you serve. So first thing I tell everybody is to go to your bio and say, I like mine says, I help female course creators generate leads from TikTok. And so it's right there, plain and simple in my bio. But I also have a call to action in my bio where I say free training at the link below. Right. And so mm. then we have the the optimize the link that is in my bio. Now for us, we have like a link tree. And so we have like three or four different items. One is a free thing that someone can opt into. The next one is like a twenty dollar product, then a five hundred dollar product, 
and then you can sign up for like a wait list for my like VIP service. And so what we experience on a regular basis is even when I'm not giving a call to action in my video, people are constantly going to that free, that free tool. And then obviously the free tool then upsells them into another offer that we have. And so that's just like the main thing that you want to have set up. But after that, you then want to start creating bite-sized pieces of content and giving them the call to action. Now, TikTok does not like it when you say, click the link in my profile, click my Mm -hmm. bio. They are very sensitive and they have got it down to a science now. And so (laughs) what I am learning is that I do the best when I tell people, comment below or ask, what questions do you have? And then in the comment section, Typically, I will then write my own first comment and saying, for more teaching about this, visit my page. And then I will pin the comment to the top. And the first thing that they see when they come comment is my is my literal call to action. But I also get a significant amount of people into our email list and our programs when I'm on TikTok Live. You know, like if I do mm. a 20 minute live a day or every other day, I can say whatever I want to say on the live stream. And mm-hmm. there's a huge thing that happens with TikTok is that you can do on TikTok Live, you can do a green screen. You can't do a green screen right now on Facebook and Instagram. So mm. you can have a green screen set behind you with a call to action at the top of whatever it is you're trying to say when you're on live stream, you know? So it's just, you just gotta be very careful with like saying, click the link in my profile or my bio because TikTok is like, no, run an ad. <laughs> oh, is that, okay, okay. So they're they're picking up on what you say, whether it's a recorded video or live. Mm-hmm. And also you don't wanna use those words in the, if you, if you pin the comment, Right. You don't want to say it there either. No. Mm-mm. Gotcha. It used to be, oh. that wasn't an issue for me in 2021. Mm-hmm. A couple months ago, I started doing it and I was like, oh, I'm not getting any traction on this video. And then I said it in the bio and, they, and it, it sent me some type of alert. It said, you can't say. And I said, all right, I will play by TikTok's rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So if I, I have... 62 followers right now (laughs) i have zero videos posted i'm sure they're i don't know if they're just like i don't know if there's bots yet or whatever but yeah so 60 of them are bots right Mm -hmm. so all right what how would you recommend creating a tiktok strategy based on if if my goal if my goal really is to create content and and honestly my goal would be to get just to gain a bigger audience Mm -hmm. a different audience for this podcast let's just start there Mm -hmm. yeah what what, what could that look like yeah so of course my first thing is always like who is the audience you're trying to serve on tiktok right Mm -hmm. and then the second thing i would do is just so you can see what's working on tiktok i would then do a search like let's just say you're someone like a gary v right? Mm-hmm. Then I would go and search Gary Vee's page and I would see what is working really, really well for Gary Vee on his account. But I would also start looking at what's happening in Gary Vee's comment section because the comment section mm. tells you way more than his video ever could because if they're saying, if you get the same type of questions over and over and over and over and over again, over the same type of person, then that's telling you, hey, this is the type of stuff that people want to learn from from you. They're telling you in the comment section, but also like some of his top performing videos will tell you what people like as well. But in addition to that, I also tell people that it's important for you to test it, to see 
what people actually enjoy with your content. So I have 400,000 followers. So now I don't really test content on my feed, but TikTok Mm -hmm. has TikTok stories, which disappear within 24 hours. And okay, so, so with TikTok stories, it's like, when you do a TikTok story, it not only shows the people that follow you, but it also will show on the For You feed. So TikTok is now putting the TikTok stories on the For You feed mm. and on your and on your regular feed on your page. And so sometimes I'll create a TikTok story and I'll do all the things with that story, text on screen and music, and I'll see how well it does in 24 hours. If it performs very poorly, then I won't make it into a regular video. If it performs very well, high engagement, then I'll recreate that video as an actual TikTok video that goes on my feed. And I Mm. watch how that video does, does even better because now I know what worked well and what didn't work so well. So I would definitely say that it's really important to test what works well, but note this, that sometimes you may test something over the course of 24 hours or seven days. And because of the algorithm updates, you may not really know the success of that video for 30 days. So Mm. I always tell people you want to do some type of 90 day type of testing strategy because it's always changing. Like the only way to actually know what works the best is to run an ad, you know, but yeah, you know, it's, it's all testing. What about our, our, I saw something recently where, where somebody was saying, if you want to build your brand, don't build it off of trends. Agreed. So for those people who listen for listening, like don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of explain what we're talking about here? Yeah. So a lot of times what happens on TikTok is this in this very trend heavy is that someone will say something, right? So for example, I did a video trying to get it to trend and I said, my number one business strategy is I pray. And that's all I say, right? And the intention of that is for a Christian business owner to say, oh, I want to use that sound and I'm going to create a video. Right. But sometimes people will take a clip from, I think it was like Will Smith when he finally came on and apologized and he said, I feel like the biggest piece of crap, whatever he said. People yeah. took that sound bite, they brought it to TikTok, and people took the sound and they started recreating it. And someone may say, in their video, you can hear Will Smith, but them showing you this, they feel like a piece of crap after they've had dairy or they feel like a piece oh, of crap yeah. after they've gotten drunk, right? Yeah. Or yeah. they feel like that when they they're, they don't have a successful launch in their business, right? And so those sounds are fun and they're relatable and they trend and they can go viral potentially, but that's not the reason why someone's gonna buy a consulting or coaching. I always tell my clients that if you're gonna use trends, you've gotta do 20% trends and 80% teaching because I'm gonna buy from you because you sound like a person that I, that can help me. Whereas a lot of people get caught up into, this was fun, I wanna do this this dance or this trend, or it's viral right now, I wanna do it. It sounds good, but it has to ultimately serve your audience in some type of way, be relatable in some type of way and help you convert people into leads. So for me, most times when I am doing a challenge or a launch or something like that, I know that that piece of content isn't going to perform the best. So then I'll go, okay, what's trending right now on TikTok and how can I take that Mm. sound and also make it about my business. And so I'll do a trend on the first video and then I'll sandwich an actual teaching video with me trying to get them to do, to join my email list. 
and then I'll do a trend right behind it because one of those two trendy videos is going to get a lot of traction because of the nature of the entertainment on TikTok. And mm -hmm. as a result of one of those videos performing well, people will come and visit my profile and go, oh, what is that? Because now they're like, the video I want them to watch is sandwiched in between the funny stuff, in a sense, and it helps with my intention, which is lead generation. But that you're talking about three different videos in that example, right? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. So I don't do okay. them back to back, but I may do a trending video on Monday and then yeah. do my actual video that my intention on Tuesday, but I may the same Tuesday, I may follow up with a trending video. And so there's it's sandwiched in over the course of two days. And I have watched how the middle video explodes because the funny one was exploding. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, totally. So because, where do you see? Because Sorry, go ahead. On TikTok to be entertained. Like, yeah. we are the commercial to their entertainment. They came to watch the Super Bowl, and then we are Budweiser. Like, we're just, we're just, we just paid the spot to be there. And so yeah. our job is to go, okay, if I know that this is what people are here, how can I create a piece of content that I know can get more traction, but is still related to my business and then follow it up with my real thing or what have you, especially when you're first getting started on TikTok. Eventually what starts to happen is people love your content, how you put it out and all the things. But if someone's trying to get an initial win that I'm like, okay, use trend here and there. Gotcha. You mentioned po like, you know, just as an example, trend on Monday, mm -hmm. how, the, you know, the, the million dollar question that I, I hear getting asked a lot and I don't know the answer to this, but like how often should we be posting? Yeah. So it used to be the more often you post the better, but now because of all the algorithm shifts and all the mm -hmm. millions of people on the platform now, many of us have gotten down to posting about one video a day, sometimes two. One, because it, we can do it. We, you can manage to do one video a day. And that's what, I, that's what I try to do with my business now too, is just one high quality piece of content a day. And that's it. High quality. High quality, meaning, meaning yeah. that you were intentional about it. You like you shot it in great lighting. You're very intentional with the first one to two seconds, like your hook. You have your captions on screen and you are you're doing like the three second jump cuts to like I call it like a flashing thing where it's like it the screen changes, it like make it's a is a disruption to the, the viewer's experience and your description, making sure it says whatever you want it to say to like the SEO. Also having like hashtags, you don't have to use hashtags, but if you are gonna use hashtags, then use hashtags that are for your specific target audience. Meaning I will use hashtag mompreneur, like women on TikTok. I will yep. use hashtag course creator, relationship coach, financial coach, because I, I, you know, I work with coaches and things like that. I think that the the hashtags I see a, a variety of numbers of hashtags on different videos. Is there sort of a sweet spot that we should be shooting for? So you can put up to three hundred characters now in your description, and it's your written description okay. and hashtag. So everybody just does different things. Most times I have about maybe five to seven hashtags, but mm. I'm starting a, the testing a strategy of three smaller hashtags, meaning that three sets of hashtags that have less than 2 million views on them. And then I'll use one large hashtag, like TikTok for business has a billion views on it. So I've been mm -hmm. testing like, let's see what happens when I use three or four versus five to seven. Which, what are you seeing success with? 
I'm seeing it's the same. I'm not, I'm not experiencing anything different right now, but that could be today. The algorithm just shifted. So yeah, we'll see at the end of the month. So what could some, like how quickly, so, all right. So I'm starting from nothing mm-hmm. and I start posting, you know, I put out five videos all at once just to kind of start the momentum there. Mm-hmm. And then I start posting every day. Mm-hmm. Like, what could I conceivably grow to by the end of the year? Like call it three and a half months. Yeah. So, well, first of all, you said that about putting five out there. I think that's a very good strategy. I think that I would have about nine videos on my page and then I will go to like the one a day because when someone sees that first video and they go to your feed, they're going to start binge watching to see who are you, what is your content about? And then they follow based upon whatever your content is about. So I think that's a, that's a smart strategy. Honestly, you can do the most miraculous things on TikTok in 30 days, 90 days. I saw a girl who went from, I think it was 100,000 followers to 3 million in three weeks. What? Why? Mm-hmm. How? <laughs> she A bunch of her videos kept going viral because she was very intentional. Now she was working directly with a TikTok type of agency that was giving her certain strategic things to yeah. post with every single video, but she yeah. looked like that. There's a young lady, well, she's not a young lady, but Tabitha Brown, she is a African-American vegan personality. In 2020, she had, was not using TikTok. Her daughter took some of her Instagram lives, the Instagram short videos, and she posted them on TikTok. And in a matter of four months, she went from zero to two million followers on TikTok. Now she has four million. She's on, She's got a new cooking show with Food Network. So Anything could happen. You know, I have watched myself in one, I posted one video one time and I was freaking out because I was like, what is happening? What is happening? (laughs) I gained 47,000 followers in eight days. Holy cow. My video went super viral. I mean, I was texting like, what is happening? I I just didn't know what was going on. I thought I was going to, I don't know what I thought was going to happen, but yeah. Yeah. And that was business content. So anything is possible because it's just- Anything's possible. But you gotta you gotta put it out there. You gotta you gotta create. Yes, you gotta create and you have to like fall in love with the platform. Like when I think about TikTok, I'm like, this is the greatest app I have ever been a part of. I mean, it's so fun, it's short, I can relate to my audience in a way that I normally could not do, and it's just easy. And then if you just if you're sitting down and you record 10 15 second videos. You can easily hand it over to an editor and they can put the text on screen. And like, I have a girl who prepared say $12 an hour, but she can do two of my shorts in an hour. And she does all these like little animations and it's like, you know, or whatever. But sometimes I just really like creating. I'm like, oh, I want to do this trend or I'm feeling inspired. I'm sitting in my car because whatever's going on, I can just shoot content. So yeah. That's so cool. Now I've seen, I've seen kind of, I want to kind of piggyback on that possibility of what's possible. Mm-hmm. I've seen recently, I've seen people talk about, and they're like, their life has changed or full-time creator. They're getting, you know, they're making good money and they quote only have, you know, like 25,000 followers. Mm-hmm. What is the opportunity? Cause I know that you get brand deals. I mean, you've got half a million followers. Mm-hmm. That's obviously a huge difference between 25K and half a million. What is the opportunity when it comes to somebody wanting to build an audience on on TikTok? 
Yeah. So the difference between me and that person with 25,000 is that person is a creator where I am a business person. So my everything that I'm doing on the app is with the intention of lead generation, selling our products and services. The other person with the 25,000, they're more of a creator. And so when a brand reaches out to, let's just say her versus me, I am always trying to sell a thing where the, as they are a person right? There's just yeah. being a person on the app. And so more than likely, they're probably doing a UGC, which is user generated content. And yeah. so a brand comes to them and says, hey, we want you to create content for us. And they don't care about her following numbers. They care about her, how she looks in videos, the fact that she can shoot, she can edit, and they can pay her 5000 how much ever money to create one piece of content. And instead of them having to hire a model, a videographer, photographer, mm. and studio, they just paid her to do it on her own dime, give her the script, and then she gives them the video. So that's like, there's a company that paid me $9,000 for one video, and they didn't want me to post it. But they're running, people keep inboxing me, hey, is that you I see in this ad? <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, yeah, that's me. You know, they're like, wow. You know, and so like, that's how, because if they are intentionally going after UGC content, they can make a significant amount of money because it's saving companies millions of dollars on models, photographers, and videographers. Yeah. What haven't I asked you about the platform that is really a must know? Yeah. So I'm like the biggest thing that, and I always get so excited about this and nobody else does is I'm excited for the messenger feature. So for the longest time, you could only message people that you follow them and they follow you. And a couple months ago, I saw the word message request pop up and I said, message request. We all know what this means because like on Facebook and Instagram, if you don't follow a person, they could send you a message, but it says message request. And we know yeah. that means that people are going to be able to start sending you messages that don't follow you. And so that feature hadn't rolled out yet. And I was like, no, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And I'm watching TikTok make all these updates. It's just, it's, all these glitches are happening in the messenger feature. And then two weeks ago, I get an inbox message from a girl that says, I want to join your challenge. What's the link? And I send her the link and I'm like, I don't know her and I go to her page. I don't follow her and she doesn't follow me. And then it says, accept message. Oh, I went off. Uh, I was so excited because the behavior on TikTok is very different than all other socials. The, the amount of engagement you get on a TikTok video is about a hundred times the amount you will ever get on an Instagram. So I remember when I went viral in 2020, Oh my God. And at that point in time, anybody could DM you, right? And I, I, on the message, I, on the video, I said, DM me for more information. I had <laughs> probably 2,000 messages on the TikTok, but they were trying to get to me so much that they went and found me on Instagram. And I was just like, I was blown away by the amount of people that wanted the information. And so because the DM feature is opening up, now you've got the opportunity to spend more time direct, directly talking to a person, your team yeah. can talk to them. But also that means that the DM automation tools will open up at some point because I use ManyChat, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm like, when ManyChat can partner with TikTok, oh my God, like the amount of like automation that can happen there. So I'm super excited about that. Do we want this though? Yes. So my fear, and I've already seen a little bit of this, yeah. is that it's going like the Instagram route. You know, like it's- That makes sense though. That's like Instagram has gone the TikTok route. I mean, they are in direct competition. I tell people all the time, they're well, not friends. 
No, no, no. Sure. Sure. But I don't like, I, what I love, like I told you before, like, I love it. Like I, I feel better. <laughs> I learned something. I laugh. I don't get that when I go on Instagram. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I just don't want, and I know that a lot of creators too, like I don't want them to quote ruin the platform. Yeah. Like other platforms have kind of done that to themselves. Yeah. So I think that the downside is that's a, a strong possibility because, sure. you know, TikTok owns the company and their goal is to make as much money as possible. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think that that has the potential, but I think that it's going to take a long time for that to happen because yeah. TikTok is so heavy on the funny, on the entertainment that creators are making a significant amount of money by being so creative. Like some of the stuff we see on a for you feed, we're like, what in the world are they get time to make that video? And you're just like, you're so glad that they did because it's, yeah. it's amazing. You know what I mean? Totally. So I yeah. think it's going to be a while before it actually ruins it. But I think yeah. that from a TikTok business perspective, they're like, listen, we, we want to keep people on the platform. We know that Instagram, when they did that, you know, they spend more time on the platform. So I think it's going to be a great thing. But I also think that with Instagram, it's spun off from Facebook. So it's, it's still yeah. very, very much Facebook-like. So they're like best friends. Whereas TikTok is like, they're not friends with anybody. And I think they're exactly. going to constantly yeah. do things to make it fun. And then get, they're going to constantly be doing things. Like, I don't know this to be true, but I think TikTok works directly with some agencies that have influencers that start their own trends. You know? Mm. As, I don't know that to be true, yeah. but I'm like, it would make sense if TikTok yeah. some of them, gave them ideas for trends, gave more emphasis on a video to trend. I think it's going to take a little while, but it's going to, you know, it's going to, yeah. yeah, it makes sense. But the reality is, is that the attention, like the attention is with TikTok now. <laughs> and so we as business owners need to follow the attention, but the attention is here, right? Yeah. And, you know, and on a side note, from an advertising perspective, I keep saying, I keep seeing the same ads over and over and over, which tells me a couple things. Number one is they're not capping any kind of frequency whatsoever. No. And number two, <laughs> it tells me that there's not a lot of advertisers, there aren't a lot of advertisers on there because I'm seeing the exact same advertisers again, over and over and yeah. over. Mm -hmm. Big opportunity. It's there. huge. It's a huge opportunity. And I, I look forward to the day when everybody really gets it, but I'm glad that as a, as a TikTok consultant that they're taking their time. So yeah. So where can people connect with you? How do you help people include in, and also mention too, like if brands are listening and they want to partner with you for something, you know, what are all the ways in, in contacting you and working with you and you have your courses, et cetera. Yeah. So for the brands, what I do is I, I do create user-generated content. If it makes sense for me as a business consultant where I create content and I'll give you the raw files for your business. Like I love tech tools, tech gadgets. If Apple is listening, you know, what to work with Apple <laughs> or Tesla, <laughs> you know, just in case they're listening. Hello. Send me a new iPhone. <laughs> you know, send me a new car. Um, <laughs> just saying, <laughs> you know, if I was a Tesla. So that's how I work with brands. But we also I do a couple of things. One, I do teach teams. So if you have a company and you're needing someone to teach you uh, to understand TikTok and your social media team, I do do a lot of that. But mostly we work with female coaches and course creators, helping you understand TikTok 
through whether it is our group coaching program, Mastermind, and then we do a little bit of one-on-one each month because one-on-one, we like to really spend a lot of time with the person, with the brand, strategies, follow-up, and all that type of stuff. So courses, group teaching, and then some one-on-one. Where can they connect with you to learn more about those things in particular? For sure. So you guys can literally go to my website, kenyakelly.com, which is K-E-E-N-Y-A-K-E-L-L-Y.com. You can always follow me on Instagram, TikTok. A lot of people do a lot of social media messaging. So the fastest social media you can catch me on is Instagram. Gotcha. Inbox. At Kenya Kelly. Yeah, right? at Kenya Kelly. Okay, cool. So send Kenya a message, reach out to her, let her know that you heard her here on the podcast. This isn't going anywhere, my friends. This is a huge opportunity and I'm saying it here. Now, granted, when we're recording this, what, what's, what's the date today? September 6th. This episode will be coming out in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. By the time this episode comes out, I will have videos on my TikTok. Yes, you will. I'm at Rick Mulready, my friends. Yes. So <laughs> make sure you guys go follow him so he can get up his numbers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can get up to a thousand. I can start doing more things there. Yeah, yeah. Kenya, thank you so much for coming back on the show and sharing your expertise. I, I can see how excited you are about the platform and about what this can do and what it allows us to do. And, you know, you know that I'm geeking out about this right now. Yeah, too, so I'm excited that you are. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming back on, Kenya. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Hey, my accelerator coaching program is one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and a mastermind experience all wrapped up into one. And it's where I help online course creators, membership creators, or coaches grow and scale their business, their impact while working no more than 25 hours a week or less. What I'm going to help you do is streamline your systems and processes, your sales and marketing, and your mindset. So you can really create the business that you truly want without working all hours of the day. That's what we're all about. So if you want to learn more how I can help you, two ways you can do that. Just shoot me an email, rick at rickmulready.com. Just tell me a little bit about your business and we can start chatting there. Or you can go to my accelerator page, which is over at rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. All right, my friend. As always, thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate you. I got really loud right there. Be well, my friend, and I will talk to you soon. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.